0: This is Wandering Wanders, two ordinary guys
1: wondering about extraordinary things. My, what I was pronouncing a B like a D, and he was like,
0: "No, that's not my name." <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a southern accent. I Did know. Did he have a southern accent?
1: No, he was he was just old. Okay. So oh, got him. I find and I was behind a mask
0: <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> But I find that if I, I accidentally mimic people's accents So yeah. like around here If somebody's got like a deeper accent yeah. I'm just really like flipping on this accent <laughs> Like talking about squirrel hunting And all these things And it's, sometimes I like We'll be talking and realize like I'm lying. <laughs> I, I, this isn't what my voice sounds like.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of torn between that because it's like, to some degree, you're meeting the person where they are, you know? Yeah. Like, you're speaking their language, you know? I'm trying <laughs> to
0: connect with them. Yeah. 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 I'm, it's, but, but I don't know. But at the same time, but honestly, part of me feels like I don't know what my real voice sounds like now.
1: Well, it sounds like that.
0: Is that true though, (laughs) or is this my radio
1: voice? No, it's your seminary voice.
0: Oh. that's that's actually true. When you come back, when when
1: you go back to Vermont, I get I get the
0: the Vermont draw a little bit. Do you? But not what I'm like giving talks. Wait, what's the Vermont draw sound like? fell out of back of my truck, got all messed (laughs) up there. (laughs) That's what it is. Like a little bit of Canadian there, Uh, like almost up north, but not quite the same. Do you say Warsher? Like with an R? No. I hate that so much. (laughs) (laughs) It destroys me. The one that gets me is bag. Like I I got a grocery bag full. Oh, no. I'm like, that's not right. There's no letters. You know what's wrong, though? Everybody makes fun of me for saying sorry, but that's how it's spelled. There's no A in it. Sorry. (laughs) you're wrong. (laughs) All right, well, welcome back, oh, folks. Hey. And, and we're back. That's how it goes. Yeah, it's, it's been, been so long. so long. You know, so it's long. Just... I forgot my own catchphrase. Oh. <laughs> uh, we should get t-shirts that say, and, and we're, we're back. back, and have a logo on it.
1: And then have a dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah, I'm Joseph.
0: (laughs) And I'm Eli. (laughs) We always forget it. That's a great idea. That could be a great t shirt. I was talking to Lily. Only like five Shout out to Lily. I was talking to her about uh, the t shirt ideas. And I said, like, we need to have a cool logo and then, uh, like, something written on it. And she had a good idea of satitude and then trying to define (laughs) satitude because that's, like, our word. And I was like, that sounds great. It does. Um, Speaking of shout outs, Shout out to Maddie the Mad Dog, future Yando, hey, yo. Um, and Simon, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he probably won't listen to this, but Maddie, one of our most faithful well, he fans. Well, will after Maddie gets this call. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably. Uh, Simon's a good person, too. But Maddie is our most <laughs> faithful fan, and she's my future sister-in-law, and she's awesome. She's just super, super good. Very, very excited to have you in the family, Maddie. And now you're famous because you're on Wondering Wanders. Hey-oh. Everybody, the en- enormous amount of people that listen to the show will know about you. Uh, all, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a mystery how many people listen. Um, uh, okay, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, start, uh, let's start with the... the wait, okay, i got to be honest. I forgot. Do we start with the prayer or the question?
1: Uh, we start with
0: a... Wow. Oh, goodness. We start with the question, then we pray, then we.
1: No, it's prayer first, then then question. question.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh, Wait, it's no, been no, no, a long no. time. Like at the intro question.
1: Yeah. Oh, intro question first, then prayer. That's what I'm talking podcast. about, guys.
0: I apologize. It's been a long time. We went. If we, we were, were Christmas break. we we edit traveled this part. <laughs> all over. We traveled all over the place. We were. We went to the border in Texas. We went to West Virginia. Now we're back in Indiana. And it's raining, but it's supposed to be snowing, so I don't know what's going well, on it's out supposed here. to freeze tonight. I'm good. It's going
1: to be a, a, the apocalypse. It's supposed it's to be deadly apocalypse.
0: tomorrow. It's like a layer of thick ice and then a dusting of snow <laughs> Dust just to make it <laughs> more slippery. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Hopefully some things get canceled. That's the hope. Yeah. All right. Well, then we'll start with the question. Yes. Um, what is your favorite hour of the Liturgy of the Hours and Why?
1: office of readings really okay yep.
0: that's that's i mean good why yeah. Um, oh, so for everybody who doesn't know, that is the optional the first yeah, and It's not optional. Longest. What are you talking about? It does, no, the, the, it's optional to be first. Oh, okay. But like, because you have to do like, the rest in hold on, <laughs> be This
1: is not an optional. That will be a
0: mortal sin in the year. <laughs> no, it's not optional. You have to pray it, but it's got two long readings, one from scripture and then one from like the church fathers or something. Uh, and you don't have to pray it first, but you have to pray it before night prayer. I'm pretty sure is the rule.
1: Um, yes, it's my favorite in part because it took me so long to love it. Oh, I'm still not there yet, I'll be honest. Uh, Yes. So, yeah, I actually have this very distinct memory of, I think it was our first year. Um, We finished the semester and we got that Airbnb and we all just kind of like hung out for the end of the semester. Great time. And (laughs) there's this one point where... Uh, some of our classmates, who were much holier than I was <laughs> and am, <laughs>
0: probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, still going.
1: Yeah, still going. Um, wanted to do office of readings together, and I, like, physically could not handle the idea of sitting for 20 minutes doing office of readings together. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. so it's, uh, yeah, it's part of my morning routine now um, to do office of readings before morning prayer. And although I often find myself sort of getting glassy eyed when I read stuff, um, I'm amazed at like the quality of the selections of readings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that when I actually do engage with them, they're, they're very good, you know, especially if you're trying to live a, a more like liturgical life, like where you're, where your life is based around the liturgical calendar. Yeah. Um, the Office of Readings, like, contextualizes the days so well. Um,
0: That is true. Yeah, because there's just different readings for every day of the year ever.
1: Yeah, so I feel like even if I've kind of failed to meditate for the day or failed to, you know, really engage with prayer, that Office of Readings is, is sort of this constant thing of, like, no, I'm still, like, participating. No, I'm still learning. No, I'm still, like, reading resources that Mother Church wants me to mm. sort of be challenged by and grow with. And
0: I yeah, do so. love that. <clears throat> I love the idea of office of reading because wow. it's like, you know, you're being formed by knowledge that yeah. is really, really awesome from the greatest people in the history of the church. Uh, it is also part of my morning routine before morning prayer. I sit in my chair and I read Office of Readings, and it is very much an act of love because yeah, yeah. Uh, I oh I struggle through the whole thing because I'm tired. I am not a morning person, despite the fact that so many of my hobbies involve getting up early. That, that does fascinate I, me. It it just and I you, know, I was you a, not take a shower first or something. I take a shower. Does it? And you're I still tired. If I get up uh, in the morning, if I sit still, I will be falling asleep pretty much so like I'm just struggling through office yeah. readings now when I pay attention it's really awesome you know it's it's really good stuff but I just have such a hard time so many times I read both of the big readings and think I could not tell you what I just yeah. read yeah but my beloved church there you go <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I did is this what for I've you. Got. Yeah. yeah I did yeah. this for you this is Sarah not Hexley. for me I did this for you yeah. but um, my favorite uh, hour of the office is the shortest. Night prayer, <laughs> night prayer. not because it's <laughs> short though that does help. Um, partially because you do the examination of conscience first, mm-hmm. and so I like that. But also, there's a, to me there's just so much of like a a romance tonight prayer of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm saying goodnight to to the church, which I love with like a, a very again a kind of real act of love. Like I'm, I have to choose to do this. It's not like it just happens, and I'm there. And they're also, like, the same, so you get to know them really well. It's yeah. the same every, every – well, it's different every night of the week, but there's only seven different yeah. night prayers. Yeah. Um, It's just, yeah, it's very intimate to me. And usually I'm alone in the chapel, um, which, mm. you know, I'm a big community mm. guy, but I love praying night prayer alone yeah. in the chapel. Uh, it's just me and Jesus Well, I mean, saying I, I think that's
1: fitting, right? Yeah. Like, I mean – you're going to go to bed alone yeah. <laughs> for the rest of your life, you know? So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so it's like uh, you know, might as well, uh, kind of lean into that, you know, yeah. but, um, De- yeah, yeah, that definitely,
0: so. it's, it's good. That's
1: interesting though, that you say it's like saying goodnight to the church. Cause I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I often feel like the office of readings is me saying good morning. Uh. Um, yeah because it, it it is something that often i'm like well i could skip this yeah. or i could but no later, i'm going yeah. to choose to to do this yeah. because like this is what my life need like how it needs to be oriented yeah. right yeah
0: um so yeah, just fun fact for anybody who doesn't know so there's 5 different liturgy 5 different hours in the liturgy of the hours and per, well there's right? 7 yeah, if you do all the daytimes you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. There's five required hours of the Liturgy of the Hours for priests. Yes. Um, and so they are required. So right now as seminarians, we are not required to do them. Um, but we are very highly encouraged. And at our point in formation, you really should be doing them. Uh, but at the, once you get ordained a deacon or a priest, you make promises to do them. And so it becomes grievous matter and therefore... Capable of being a mortal sin if you if you skip it. Yeah. So fun fact, it, you, priests and religious have to. Pray. It becomes
1: grievous because you promise to pray them. Yeah. So part of the promise as a deacon and then as a priest is I will pray the prayer of the church, which is you know yeah. the liturgy of the hours. Yeah. So you actually bring it as a matter of conscience for yeah. you, yeah. right? It's, you choose it. You take it on. You choose it for your yourself. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah but yeah, that's actually one of the beautiful, Justin and I were talking on our, this is a long intro. Uh, (laughs) Justin and I were talking on our way back about, um, oh, Vatican II and like things that Vatican II wanted to do, but haven't been implemented. And one of those is the Liturgy of the Hours for the lay faithful. Like part of the vision of Vatican II was that in the parish, uh, the Liturgy of the Hours would become not just the prayer of, sort of the vowed religious, but that it would become the prayer of the church because of the whole church, including the lay faithful. The lay, yeah. Um, so, you know, if if you're listening to this and you, you know, want to spice up your
0: prayer life a little bit, yeah. the it's Liturgy of the Hours is it's is all a all beautiful, beautiful And I the app. Uh, makes it very doable. Yeah, that it, the book is confusing. You need to have someone help you learn to do it. Pretty or much. there's a
1: divine office as another right. app. Oh
0: yeah, they like read it to you, right? that what's they that can? One? Or there's yeah. a
1: podcast if you want to follow along with a text and have someone. We know like, how you
0: like podcasts, dude. Yes, <laughs> uh,
1: it's called Play. No, not PlayStation. Prey Station. <laughs> yeah, I have heard about That, that I really, portable. I really enjoy that one.
0: So. All right, there you go. That's good for y'all to know. Uh, well, that sounds like enough. We're a There's wrap. the longest <laughs>
1: intro we've ever had. Maybe ever. I think
0: we've had some long ones. All right. Well, let's start with a prayer, and then let's talk about other stuff. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Come, Holy Spirit. We ask you to be with us tonight. Help us to feel comforted in your presence, to know you, and to know ourselves, and to speak the truth into the darkness. We ask this in Christ's name, Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Alrighty, Alrighty. so tonight we're going to talk about what I would say is one of the greatest gifts and the greatest plagues of our culture Uh, at the same time. Now, first I'm going to start off with a personal question. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get lonely? No, Eli, I never get a little <laughs> Darn it! I'm the only you. one! Yeah, that's, the, that's the
1: holy... Bit. Just in <laughs> podcast. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Okay, okay. So, loneliness is a given to you. Everyone's going to be lonely.
1: Yes. Yep. This side of heaven, at least.
0: Yeah. This sure. side of heaven. Mm-hmm. Do you think people... Most people, general, gonna make a lot of generalizations. I think this podcast. Do you think most people, generally in the world in society, think that that's the way it is? That you're that you're bound to be lonely. lonely? Not just your everyone feels lonely, but like like it is inevitable that you will be lonely.
1: What do you mean by be lonely? Like feel uh, lonely? Yeah, feel lonely. I, I mean, yes but I don't know if they articulate it to themselves. Like in terms of, I I think everyone acts trying to not put themselves in a situation where they would be lonely. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if they're actively saying I'm doing this so that I won't be lonely. Does that make Mm. sense?
0: Uh, yeah. So, but, Mm, but it does make sense, but I don't know if it answers my question. So do you think that they think loneliness is inevitable? This is obviously a huge generalization question that you can't really know the answer to. But
1: Mm. I don't, man, that's a hard question. I guess, I guess so. Yeah, I think most people will, I think everyone experiences loneliness, Yeah, Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if the inevitability part is, yeah, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think people wake up and say, well, I guess I'm feeling lonely today. That was inevitable. (laughs)
0: Well, that's the um, thing is, I think that people are so afraid of loneliness that they think, like, to be
1: fair, I think it's inevitable for me.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think it's inevitable for everybody.
1: No, like so.
0: Oh. Alexa, be quiet How do you think about a
1: loneliness? <laughs> she's
0: she's Alexa, actually like,
1: publishing this podcast I, I'm right?
0: always lonely um, <laughs> But lonely. I think that people are so afraid of being lonely That they think that Like I, it, I, I just shouldn't be lonely And there's gotta be people out there Who aren't lonely I don't think that everyone thinks it's inevitable Necessarily for themselves Or, yeah They may think it's inevitable for themselves but I think there's people, especially young people, who think you can live a life without loneliness. I'm just not doing something right.
1: Oh, interesting. That's what you're saying. Yeah. So you think, to put it another way, that there's a common conception of you can live a life that's not yeah. that it's not possible to feel lonely?
0: Yeah, I or think you can live
1: in a way that loneliness is not a part of your life. Yeah, that's it's the just way completely I the
0: not there. Yeah, that's a much better and more articulate way to put it. Yeah. Um, huh. I've,
1: uh, yeah, I, so again, I'll, I'll go back to my first answer. I think people act as though that's the case, yeah. but I don't know if, if they were pressed on it, if they would actually believe
0: that. Hmm, yeah, yeah, I could, I could agree with that. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, I think that, yeah, I could see it kind of going either way, but it definitely depends on the people, and we're making very broad strokes. Um, Obviously, but yeah, but so loneliness, big thing, big fear in our culture. Uh, so, another question for you personal When would you say, like, what kind of circumstances do you feel most lonely? Oh, goodness. This is going to be actually interesting because I'm an extrovert and you're an introvert.
1: Well, I was just told tonight that I apparently don't present as an introvert. So,
0: Well, I'd say that's true, but I think you're an introvert.
1: Well, because I am. <laughs> yeah. it's, it was actually a moment of pride for me. So ah, I like,
0: no, I think yes. you're very good at being a functional oh, introvert, extrovert. extrovert, functional yeah. extrovert?
1: Um, functional what introvert. moments do I feel lonely? Mm-hmm. I think the best answer I have to that, I've wondered about this a lot. Okay. is uh <laughs> when i don't feel known mm. um yeah so which is strange because there are many instances where i've been around uh a lot of people people i love around friends around you know like the people i love most in my life and yeah. have still like felt lonely um because Uh, for whatever reason at that moment, there was something going on that I didn't feel, either I didn't know like myself or I didn't feel like it was known to everyone else or I felt like an outsider or, you know, whatever. But, Hmm. uh, yeah, I I think I would, I think I would distill that down into I did not feel known by whoever I was
0: around or not around, you know. So, yeah, uh, interesting but not surprising to me You feel most lonely around people.
1: Usually, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, Uh, I'm extrovert, but not super extroverted. But I absolutely feel most lonely when I am around other people, and feel like there there's a, a lack of satisfaction there.
1: As in the times you have felt most lonely have been around other people or yes. every time you're with Not every time. You I'm,
0: I'm glad you brought <laughs> that up. I am not an eternally lonely person. Okay. Um, no, I like people. Uh, but there's times where, yeah, the times I have felt most lonely okay. is when yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in a group of people that I expected to satisfy some sort of longing within me, mm. and it doesn't. Yeah. And and like I'm I am alone. <laughs> and, the, and I think a lot of it has to do with like being known, like you said. Um yeah, I am just I'm not a part of this community. I don't know, but like I feel alone, unknown, in the dark.
1: Well, so far you've mentioned that uh everyone seems to fear loneliness. Yes. Uh why would what, what do you mean by that? Why, why is this something to be afraid of? Or do you think most people fear loneliness? I,
0: yeah, absolutely. I think most people fear yeah. loneliness. Uh, I think most people, when they encounter loneliness, think that there's something wrong. And uh, so, yeah, I think that, yeah, most people think that when they're lonely, there's some, this is something wrong that hmm. needs something to be fixed, really. Yeah. Um, but then, okay, here's the question. Is loneliness bad?
1: Well, what do you mean by this is such a, <laughs> what, do you, ahead, it. what um, do you mean by bad? Go ahead, ask it.
0: Um, what
1: do you mean by
0: bad? Is lie? loneliness something that is not beneficial and only a problem to be fixed? So well, or it means I, that there's something,
1: I, t- yeah. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I so, I think loneliness is always beneficial, but I do think there are times that it is a like a, it's a problem to be fixed. Yeah. Mm. Not all the time, but I, yes. I, I
0: like that. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the thing I was kind of comparing it to today. What I was thinking was hunger. Like, is hunger bad? No. No, because it means that you need food. And the like C. S. Lewis talks about how uh if there's hunger then there's gotta be food. If there's thirst then there has to be water. If we mm. have these mm. desires, there has to be an answer satiation. to 'em. Yep. Um if we have a desire for love then there must be a lover. And mm. uh I think that loneliness well, is is yeah, good guy. But uh I think the loneliness is just like hunger. Loneliness is a, another one of those desires that there is an answer to. You know, that, but it's not that it's bad; it's that it's drawing you into something good.
1: I would say it's a greater desire than hunger, though.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, why?
1: <laughs> well, you said absolutely. I so. agree,
0: but you're you're the one that you got to answer. Well, now I want to know <laughs> why'd you agree so quickly, Eli. <laughs> Uh, because I think it's a desire for something greater than food. People? Is it just people though? Because no. we've said that we're most lonely <clears throat> around people.
1: Yeah, no, I, it, I really do think it is a matter of knowledge. Um, yeah, I, I think it's on a higher order than that. Exactly what you said. A higher, yeah. a higher order than food. So, yep. um, but I said, it's always beneficial, but it's not necessarily. Yeah, that was interesting. What was? What did I say? It
0: was. It's not always necessary. beneficial, but it's not necessarily. But it is sometimes a problem to be faced. Oh
1: yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think in the case of like, we had this talk. Oh, Father Peter Marshall. It was oh, so yeah. fantastic. Our first year. Do you remember that?
0: I I remember it thinking it was really good, but honestly, I don't remember. Oh it.
1: yeah, it was our first year. Uh, <laughs> we were in we had just gotten to seminary. I think we we're like a month in and uh, Father Peter gave this talk on loneliness to the seminarians and it was just like, it was one of those talks that it was, it was like, did y'all plan this? Like, did y'all know that we would all just be feeling lonely right now? because yes, the first <clears throat> month
0: of seminary.
1: Yeah, looking back, it was like, wow, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but part of what he did was distinguish between two kinds of loneliness and so he had there's one that's sort of the external call out of yourself and the other the well also external but it's it's god so it's like the internal engagement with yourself maybe that's the the way to say it so and one it's the wow i've really sort of failed to make myself available to community, or I can do better at being a part of this community. And in the other, it's God saying like, I want you to enter into this, like Mm. this, the reality that you're on this side of heaven and that you desire me. And I know you and you don't feel known right now, but I, I know you and, uh, and I need you to enter into like, what does it mean to be known by God? And yeah. <laughs> so there's one that's like the call to sort of disclose yourself and be known by others. And the other that's the to really engage with God and allow yourself to be seen by Him, right? Yeah. But yeah. I, that that talk sticks with me to that's this fun. day. I totally I, forgot oh, about yeah. that. Yeah. It, it rocked my world. Yeah. Mm. So.
0: Mm, that's good I, I was the, I think a lot of brother John Marks talk about loneliness yeah First last year where he was talking about yeah oh the Man. beauty of loneliness yeah. and celibacy and how yeah. it's a call to deeper relationship with God and then I was like oh my gosh that's that's what I want yeah I want to feel the loneliness because it's like hunger there's there's something to satisfy it but but I think that that's the mm-hmm. thing so like very broad generalization, so many people are lonely today, you know and we look at you look at statistics and it's like there's so much depression, there's so much suicide uh, there's all sorts of these things, and I think a lot of it is just is loneliness and so and I think people know that, and that 's the problem though is that they're saying, oh, they're lonely, we need to fix this instead of like if you if you're hungry. You don't say. We need to like make you no longer hunger, because you're always going to be hungry again. You say we need to get you food. Yeah, and which you know satiates that hunger, but it doesn't mean you're never going to be hungry again.
1: So what are you saying is the food for loneliness?
0: Ah, that is the question. (laughs) What is the food for loneliness? Oh, you broke your pen, pen. (laughs) Dorothy. Uh, this is just a very, very side note, um, but over break, Simon many, many times played the, the podcast where I broke your bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> And he, like, knows exactly what minute it's at in the podcast. And so with multiple groups, groups of people, he's like, guys, listen to this. And then we listen to it. Oh, very funny. Very funny. I totally forgot about that. Oh, gosh, that's good. Okay. That's, uh, that's in the that's episode on, uh, Eli. on Quiet with Silence. On Silence, if anybody's wondering if they want to go back Mm -hmm. and listen to that.
1: Anyways. Do we we have a minute
0: more? I think it's at like 30, but you'd have to ask Simon about that. But um, we were talking about loneliness, and what is the solution to loneliness? If there is hunger because there is food and thirst because there is water, what is the solution to loneliness? I think it is in large part being known. I think big picture, too, uh, a little too big picture for what we're talking about now is God, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think that kind of you got to get there. And I think that we can see it in all of the things that the world tries to do to eradicate loneliness. Like social media is, has made this one of the loneliest societies ever, I would say. Yeah. Because everyone thinks that they are being known but they're actually they're not satisfied by that. They're not enough. Be, but it gives you this this idea. It's like if you're hungry and you watch a YouTube video of somebody eating. It doesn't actually make you satisfied. So But
1: you could try and convince yourself that. Just it does. to just to be clear, we are saying the the <laughs> the antidote to loneliness is the antidote that makes it sound like it's a poison. Yeah. The uh,
0: the end of loneliness. The
1: response, yeah, to loneliness is knowledge. Is that is that what is to be known? Is to be, yeah, known? to be known.
0: And I think that the only way you can fully experience that is God. But, yeah. But I think if you if we jump a little too quickly to that, then we discount human. Oh, absolutely. Knowledge. Yeah, yeah. You know.
1: So um, so what does it mean then? Like. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think people are, are truly known on social media. Yeah. I, but that doesn't mean that they aren't known at all on social yeah. media. Like, it exists for a reason, right? Yeah. Uh, like, people wouldn't turn to it as a means of sort of knowing. And, uh, like, you wouldn't even be able to call it community if there wasn't some sort of, like, well, I'm being known here. But it's not, it's not a knowledge, like real relationship gets And that's the right? thing,
0: like you were saying, loneliness is a, it's a, a passionate desire on a higher level than our other desires, but yeah. I think we're treating it like other desires. We're throwing quantity at it instead of quality. So I'm meaning just Twinkies instead of... Yeah, well, you're not even now. eating anymore. That's the thing. It's like the analogy falls short What it's like we're, we're on a new level. Yeah. It's no longer just something that has to be filled, like, your stomach. And, yet, like, even if you eat a bunch of Twinkies and they're not healthy for you, you won't be satisfied forever. But, like, they do kind of satisfy. Um, but, like, I think that throwing quantity at loneliness makes it worse. Well, makes it deeper, not worse, because it's actually pulling harder. Yeah,
1: I disagree. I think it's I think it's more like – I really do think it's more like junk food than it is, like, anything else. Really? Um yeah, because it, it it really does still satisfy loneliness. Um, it just does so for such a short period of time, right? And the same way the junk food does, right? Like if I eat a Snickers bar, I'm, you know, <laughs> you're not you and you're hung- hungry, so you <laughs> eat a Snickers <laughs> yeah. bar. And, you know, you feel good for a little bit, and then the, the sugar rush goes away, and you're like, wow, I'm really hungry because I didn't eat anything substantial. Yeah. So then you eat another one, and yeah. the, you just, like, keep mm, eating. Mm. It's these small doses. But I think that's important because you can't, like, you can't just throw away social media and say no, it, like it doesn't do anything, it serves nothing, it does nothing, like you you just can't do it because otherwise it wouldn't exist, Eli.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, but like, I it, think it exists as like a, a, a like uh, almost like a simulation of being known. Not just just like junk food
1: exists as a simulation of real nutrition, yeah. Yeah, Maybe you're right,
0: I'm just too aggressive about it, but I just think that like to to think that you have been satisfied is worse than to know that you have not. I agree, I agree with that. Okay, well, then okay, good, yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, um. But so, to kind of go back... uh, No, wait, we don't have to go back that far. Um, So, what would you say is the proper response to feeling lonely? Well, I think the first is to determine which
1: kind of loneliness it is. Okay, good. So, yeah, when did it come up? Am I in a group of friends and I feel like... I'm not known because I'm hiding something from them Mm. uh, or because they aren't feeling something the way that I'm feeling and I'm afraid to tell them, you know, Mm. like, is it that kind of loneliness of, I could disclose something about myself and I might not be loved. Uh, Ah, yes, yes, yes. I might not be sort of, it's the vulnerability question, right?
0: So loneliness, er, sorry, not knownness, knownness requires vulnerability. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Um which, you know, speaking of social media, I think part of why that acts as what you called a simulation, which I think is is fair to a degree, um is because it takes a lot of the vulnerability out of the yeah. out of the equation. Um maybe not so much anymore with cancel culture, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. say anything and get cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> um but anyways, yes, I think it has everything to do with vulnerability Hmm. Uh, or to go back to, so is it on one side, like I'm hiding something and I'm afraid that if I, if people knew this about me, that they would think of me as lesser that I, that I'm not like safe kind of in the eyes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, is connected to vulnerability. The other one though is a, I don't know. Sometimes I just get kind of waylaid by it, you know. Like it's a, wow, you know, things are going really well, or things are like I feel I feel good. It's been a good week. Yeah, it's been like today's been a great day, and then it, you know, this moment of quiet, or I'll be walking, or I don't know, listening to something, and it's like, man, I really just don't feel. I, it's like this hunger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm moving my fingers. You can't see. Yeah, you can't gesticulating.
0: See
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it's like this what is going on kind of thing and uh who am I and what am I doing and like what is Yeah. It's it's a more like existential kind a of
0: longing at yeah. the core of your being.
1: Yeah, it's the 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 question everything about who I am kind of yeah. loneliness. And that kind of loneliness or, you know, it's sort of cousins or shadows or whatever you want to yeah. call them. That's the, that's the God kind of loneliness. That's God loneliness. Yeah. So I think the first question is, which what one are you one? feeling? Because if you're feeling the God loneliness and you go and try and like, uh, I don't know, look for friends and try and figure out why, what you're hiding from your loved ones kind yeah. of thing. It's just not going to, it's you know
0: yeah i think that that going back to like the times i feel most lonely i think that that is when i feel most lonely is when i'm feeling the god loneliness and i try and fill that with good good things like yeah re- like good friendship and it's still not enough and it just like you've you've dropped into this loneliness this mm-hmm. sea of loneliness which then i think that's when people really start to say, I'm like, this is just bad. Well, I'm it's even lonely. worse because
1: you don't feel like you can fix it yeah.
0: because it's a problem. <laughs> because, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You think it's a problem. But like to see it as what it is, as an invitation, Yeah, is is so good. But I think that's something also important is, you know, how I will ask in the form of a question, and hoping that you <laughs> have the answer that I have, um, is loneliness... <laughs> Something or is the answer to loneliness something purely receptive? Like which, you which just kind need of to receive something. Both I would say actually.
1: No, I think no to both. Good, you're, ha, you're good. That's the answer <laughs> I was going to say. Gonna throw out a wrench in your yeah. plans. <laughs> uh, yeah, no to both, um, because it's an invitation right and yeah. what's an invitation if there's no response to it so
0: yeah i i think that's a, that's another big problem when we see it as the problem to be fixed we say i need i purely need to receive something yeah i purely need to receive this like being known i need somebody to to wander up and say something that is exactly what i need to hear or i need god to just slap me in the face with some grace and like feel known and loved But I think that that's honestly a lame way to look at it Uh, because it's so one-sided. So here's a question then. Okay.
1: What do you think... hmm, Sorry, let me rephrase this. Do you think there is a relationship between loneliness and intimacy? Sorry, let me rephrase. (laughs) Do you think... That loneliness is an intimate experience.
0: <laughs> well, I like that question. I'm <laughs> glad you were rephrased. I was going to make a joke I, because and say, I, I do you p- want to rephrase again? Uh, but it was too good of a question at yeah, the end. There you go. Wow. Do you uh, What was it?
1: Do you think loneliness is an intimate experience? I did this wow. to Justin like seven times today. I was like, to rephrase? I was like, I cannot. I had this thought like out
0: yeah, in the... Yeah. Yeah, out there. See, that's, I, appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that about you, though, that you have you can access those thoughts out there. For me, they have to be in the phrasable section of my mind to yeah. be able to know they're there. But anyways, to answer your questions, is loneliness an experience of intimacy? I think that's what it was. <laughs> is loneliness an intimate experience? Something like that.
1: That's how I'm taking it. Can loneliness be intimate? There it is. Yeah
0: absolutely i think first of all with yourself yeah we have to you know in seminary we talk all the time about self-knowledge self-acceptance and self-gift and like to see loneliness requires an intimacy with yourself you have to be able to look at the loneliness and face it head on and that is a big problem today and that is one thing with social media is that you're be fixed yeah uh yes the way that people look at loneliness <laughs> yeah. yes but like that's a problem with social media is it gives you such a quick easy like oh i'm going to tr- i'm going to run from this loneliness yeah and instead it's like stepping into a dark room knowing that your beloved is inside but you can't see him you know mm. so like it's the this Intimate invitation that goes so much to the core of your being that you, you feel it rocking who you are. Uh, like you said, like that God loneliness is like this deep, you question who you are. It's so intimate that it's, it's showing all of the, the dark spots. All the spots you want to hide, all, everything. Hmm. It's saying, yeah. I know this and I am in this. I am in the dark but you can't see me. And that's why it's so important that it has to be a, a, a self-gift thing too. Loneliness can't be satisfied by purely receiving. Like, yeah. it, God will not force you out of that loneliness. You have to step into that dark room. Yeah, it's and,
1: like a call into and outside. Like, yeah, it's a call yeah. into yourself and then back outside. Yeah, but yeah,
0: But it requires a gift of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of like, I have to vulnerability i have to be vulnerable enough i have to trust enough that if i step into this darkness i will not be swallowed by it but that it will be a new kind of light a darkness that is is so like raw and real that it illuminates parts about me that i didn't even know Hmm.
1: yeah
0: um and i think that that is what makes loneliness incredible you know mm. like loneliness is not a problem to be fixed loneliness is not just this horrible thing loneliness is an intimate invitation into yourself out of yourself to be known by god to be known by others that requires of you and therefore makes it so much more worth it mm. it doesn't just you know the 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 knownness That is the answer to loneliness does not just fall upon you. Hmm. It has to be embraced. Yeah. And yeah, with people in real life, with the first kind of loneliness you were talking about, like that requires vulnerability in some way. That doesn't mean every time you feel lonely, you have to go tell someone your deepest, darkest secret. (laughs) Like who who knows kind of what it necessitates maybe. But but it's going to involve some sort of self-gift. Yeah. It's like you have to open the drawer to have it filled. You know, if you're going to dump the socks in the drawer, you have to open the drawer. You can't have the door closed and say, "Why are there no socks in here?" Yeah, Um, because you haven't opened it. And then, yeah, with the God one, it requires you to step into the darkness, to feel that loneliness, not as something bad and horrible to be escaped, but as that invitation, that intimate, known invitation that says. I know you, I delight in you. Yeah. I delight in these things here, whatever they are. You might not even know what they are. And maybe they're not that bad. Probably don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and that, that's, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I really appreciate that answer. Cause I was thinking, <laughs> this is, this is what makes doing a podcast with you so much fun. Uh, I was thinking it fascinates me that everyone knows what loneliness is. Right, like everyone feels loneliness. Yeah. Um but by definition, no one knows what your loneliness feels like. So like my loneliness is my loneliness. It can't you know? because if
0: it was known, it would no longer yeah. be loneliness.
1: Yeah. And so it it's this actually like a it's a profoundly like me yeah. thing. Like it's it's mine and I get to like uh, it's it's fascinating to me because like to some degree you want to run from it yeah cuz it's scary it's unknown yeah. it's dark you know it's it's like what is this yeah um but on the other hand it's something like so profoundly like personal um <laughs> the idea of getting to engage it is like this to me something that's really uh kind of humbling because <laughs> uh there's so much about me that i don't know about myself
0: yeah which is crazy
1: like how is it that i who live and breathe and talk and think and interact as me all the time still have moments where i'm like wow i didn't know that about myself or oh. wow like that's a that's a new thing and that sort of <laughs> self dialogue within myself mm. is this at the same time you know all kind of in me but profoundly transcendent because it's this like touch of the infinite because it's like how how is it the thing that i should know most intimately is still such a mystery to me yeah you know <laughs> yeah and so like mm. loneliness is this like touch that like little like it's like getting to Sort of like, yeah, barely grasp at this mystery inside of yourself of the, of the infinite, yeah, of you know God's image as as you being the image bearer, mm. like that mystery within yourself is you imaging God, right? Yeah, and so, it's crazy to me that even in even in this like most intimate of myself, uh, there could still be so much mystery. And we live as though there's no mysteries in our lives. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's
0: the thing. That's why I said at it's the beginning. It's kind of a digression. But... But, no, that's very related. But that's why I said at the beginning, this is like one of, it, it's one of the greatest goods and gifts in the world and one of the greatest plagues because yeah. loneliness sorry drink
1: water that was really out of breath <laughs> i didn't talk a yeah. lot yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> But i think loneliness uh like done wrong or encountered wrong looked at wrong is is dangerous but i think that loneliness embraced with with the love and the view that it's supposed to be embraced with is so good it's so good yeah and we're, we've demonized it we said yeah, do anything you can to not have yeah, the
1: worst thing you can do yeah is do, do
0: any lonely. and it's like no first of all you're don't always you going to be lonely
1: yeah. don't you have like where's your social media
0: yeah like, just post it instagram <laughs> well it's like people people you know very often if they're willing to, willing to ask the real questions when I talk about being a celibate man that's yeah. never going to be married will say aren't you afraid you're going to be lonely no, I'm not afraid cuz I know it's going to happen. Aren't you afraid? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you'll be oh moment? man, I know it's going to happen and like please God, let let it happen. I yeah. I would hate to not be lonely. Yeah. I would hate to not feel this invitation from the one that I am choosing to give my life to, to go deeper. I would hate to not feel this longing to have other people in my life, you know? Um it, it's just you know it, it, that kind of reminds me of what you said of a story that really changed is one of the reasons I'm in seminary because you know, wow. my biggest thing was I, I, I can't go become a priest, I have to get married <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went on a discernment retreat with the Archdiocese of the Military in California and there was a seminary in there it was like 45, had a couple of kids he had been married and gotten an annulment mm-hmm. and we had this like seminarian panel. There was no formators or priests or anything. It was just guys discerning, asking seminarians questions. And somebody asked about celibacy. And this guy, who's like this like, kind of shy, little quiet guy, he said, I'm satisfied here. The loneliest I have ever been is waking up every morning with a beautiful woman next to me. And I was like, whoa, no wow. way. Yeah. That doesn't guarantee a lack of loneliness. That <laughs> doesn't guarantee satisfaction. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like, then maybe there is something to this yeah. celibacy thing yeah. that I can be satisfied with God. Uh, and I think to be satisfied with God, you have to be able to look at that loneliness, to love that loneliness, to embrace it, and to, to not get stuck in it But to take it as the invitation that it is. You know. You can't love the loneliness instead of say, like, ooh, it's so good, I want to feel it all the time. Yeah. You have to it's a constant flow. You have to be moving with it. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, (laughs) I think we feel what well, I think we feel loneliness because it is this (laughs) like I was talking about, this desire of being infinitely known. Mm. um so interestingly, I think there's times where we feel lonely with ourselves because we don't feel like we know ourselves
0: yeah right?
1: um but anyways uh i think it i think it continues to come it is it is kind of the cyclical thing, and uh it's very like monastic or benedictine i guess you can you can I can feel my formation <laughs> here <laughs> at work saying that well, you know, like all right this is a lonely time yeah. and here we are again, you know? Yeah. And it's like, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. And sometimes I respond really well to it and yeah. often I don't, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay. And that time has passed and we're, <laughs> you know, mm. we're back into life and then it'll, it'll come up again. And yeah. it's like, all right, here we are again. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. And uh- and it won't it like I said at the beginning like it's not gonna go away this side
0: of heaven you know no it's, um, praise God yeah because <laughs> so. it 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 like it's constantly yeah growing deeper yeah constantly amen for that man yeah ugh it's so beautiful so good and it's just looked upon so badly like if I'm lonely then I've messed up somehow or I'm broken I think there's a lot of self worth problems that come hmm. into loneliness no. Yeah. People thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm lonely because I'm not good enough. Um, but that's not true. You're lonely because you're worth being pursued. Mm. Your loneliness is you being pursued. All righty. Well, we talked a long time about loneliness. Final yeah. thoughts?
1: When was the last time you were lonely? Mm. What What kind
0: of loneliness was yeah, it? Yeah, I like that too, loneliness see. What are you going to
1: do with it? Yep. Um how much do you know about yourself? Ooh. How much of a mystery are you to yourself? <laughs> yeah, how much of you is unknown? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating. So, good topic.
0: Yeah, that's uh, turned out great. All righty. Well, may all of your wonders be blessed.